The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The sisters of Lazarus sent a message to Jesus. Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard this, he said, illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus has, had already been in the tomb four days. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. Jesus was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take the stone away. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench, because he had been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to him, Unbind him and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Over the past two weeks during Lent, I've been spending a lot of time in confessionals. So I apologize if I might not have today's homily completely sorted out. 
Well, the confessional has been a place that I've really gotten to respect over the course of my uh, couple of years since I became a priest. It's a place where people can lay their hearts and souls before the Lord. And I get to be part of that in the person of Christ. The confessional, it's like the tomb that Lazarus was in, where people enter feeling down because of sin, but leave with all that weight off of their souls. They're revived. They're set free. And I know even me, when I make a good confession, as I walk out, it feels like I'm lighter than air. The story of the raising of Lazarus, it's actually more than just a story about a miracle. When Lazarus is raised and unbound, it sheds light on how God also wants us to be healed, renewed, and set free. When Jesus arrives at his friend's tomb, he has the stone rolled away and he calls Lazarus to come on out. And Lazarus walks forward, still bound up with the burial cloths around him. And oftentimes we can be just like Lazarus. There are areas in our own lives that might be dead and need to be brought to life again by Christ. But we also might be bound up by past hurts and sins that maybe others have inflicted on us, wrapped all around us. Burdens, worries, or other concerns that bind us down, keeping us from having peace, from being happy. But Jesus wants more than anything to free us, for us to become revived and unbound like Lazarus. There's part of the gospel that's actually a little bit shocking. There's a contrast here. The greatest miracle that Jesus performed that defined his saving mission to free humanity from death, it's the very thing that causes the authorities to begin plotting his death. His very act of life-giving ends in death-dealing. The act that caused Mary, Martha, and many of the Jews to have faith in Jesus leads to the opposite reaction for the authorities. One side wants life and peace, and the other wants death and discord. There's no middle ground here in John's Gospel. Someone is either walking in darkness, or they're walking in the light. Those who believe will have their faith confirmed when they find healing in Christ, just like they did when Lazarus was healed, or they're going to find their resistance hardened by it. In those sad cases, we have to pray without ceasing, especially for those whose hearts are hardened and their actions have hurt us in some way because of it. We also need to continually recommit ourselves to Jesus. And this involves rejecting the temptation to recoil in on ourselves, wrapping ourselves with bindings, or building a tomb of protection around us. When we know that life triumphs over death and that we can unite ourselves to Christ, who is the source of all life, we will great, gain great confidence in our faith. And while we have confessions each week on Friday mornings and on Saturday afternoons before Mass here at St. Simon and St. Jude, we are offering extra confession times to help you find healing, to shed those bindings away on Tuesday, April 4th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. That's in the bulletin. Now, I know sins are hard to bring up. It's tough to go to enter into that tomb of the confessional, and sins can really stink, just kind of like Lazarus did after four days. 
but you can walk out of there feeling refreshed and I'll even bring some Febreze with me if I need to. <laughs> I'll bring some holy water, maybe not Febreze. But Jesus wants us to let him into all those places that have been made dead by sin. He wants to weep together with us in his humanity and reveal his divinity by bringing about a total healing. He wants us to step forward as he calls to each of us, come out. Even if we're in a situation that could seem hopeless, just like Lazarus's death seemed hopeless for his many mourners, there's nothing impossible for God. We just need to surrender our lives to him and trust that he will bring us to new life.